Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Wednesday morning, hoping all is well with you out there today. I wanted to talk about a question I asked myself in the car today. I was driving to New York City for this board meeting that I mentioned earlier this week, and the thought occurred to me, is the fight over Kratom, at least on the local and state levels, truly a fight over libertarianism? In other words, is the fight over Kratom, like, does it always manifest itself as a fight over libertarianism? And I think I came to the conclusion that it's more or less yes or no. <laughs> and here's why. I'll, I'll be fairly brief here. So just to make sure that we have our ducks in a row, libertarianism. So when you look up libertarianism, there's a few key aspects of, you know, the typical standard definition. Um, of course, it varies widely and people are different. And of course, I want people to know that I am not making a political episode or a political statement on libertarianism, but rather I'm just seeing where there's some overlap and where there isn't. So libertarianism is a political philosophy that emphasizes individual liberty, limited government, and free markets, right? And some of the key or core issue areas that fall under this scope are individual liberties, limited government, free markets, non-interventionism, protection of property, and civil liberties. And, you know, there is more stuff going on there than meets the eye, and there's more than just that. But for the sake of argument, let's make it simple. So looking at those sorts of things, I can see a bit of overlap with Kratom and a bit of contradiction. And here's why. So when it comes down to the local level arguments around Kratom, the things that tend to pop up, in my view at least, are aspects of personal safety versus governments making sure that, you know, the world is safe for you, right? And then um, another aspect is the ability to conduct a business that is currently legal in the the country, in the United States. Um, but what if a local area does not want the thing that that business is selling, even though that it is legal? Um, should the local government shut down that business or make it an illegal business. And then, you know, civil liberties, the the ability for people to do the sorts of things that they want to do. Um, protection of property, protecting people's rights to own or have or possess something um, that is technically not illegal at the federal level, or at least not at this moment in time. And there's some other things as well. Um, I guess the, the, the overlap I see is where the the question of limited government. Again, I'm not making any statements here. This is not a political show. So um, the question of limited government and safety, this always pops up. Should the government play a role in ensuring that something is not out there, like Kratom, that could harm people if they abuse it or do something wrong with it or mix, mix it with other harmful substances or... Um, you know, are, are ignorant of, of the products that they're buying, which are already mixed with harmful substances and they don't know that, etc., etc. Should the government limit that product or should it just be up to the individual? And that sort of thing, I guess, gets into the libertarian argument because, like, for a libertarian uh, sort of stance, it might be, well, the government should not 
do that because people have the right to make their own decisions. And and why would the government be deciding for you that sort of thing? Because then it's a slippery slope and it means you have to do that for everything. Um, why is the government picking and choosing what things it wants, it wants to control for you to you know, be able to access or not be able to access because it th- the government thinks that you don't have the ability to keep yourself safe, right? And the, the, the argument for the logic that was just listed there would be, I guess, that um, a lot of people don't have the information in front of them to keep them safe. A lot of people don't know what they're taking. And then a lot of people are actually being harmful and malicious and are adding substances to Kratom. And so I'm not going to be hashing this out whatsoever. Again, I'm just talking about the overlaps and, and you know, how I was kind of pondering in the car earlier today what sorts of over- overlaps there are with libertarianism and Kratom legality and, and where those overlaps fall and where they don't. So there's one. Another one would be the ability to conduct business freely or free market. So why or why not, when it comes to businesses, should the government have any control? Why Should the government have any control over a business selling Kratom in an area where the local area doesn't want Kratom, but in the state it's legal and in the country it's legal, uh, should a local community be able to say, well, this business shouldn't exist here? This kind of gets into some things that I wasn't even thinking about earlier, but that kind of reminds me of like, you know, this is a wide jump, everyone. Please, you know, take it easy with me here. But it reminds me of how segregation was ended officially in the United States, but then it continued on in different areas, regionally and locally, for a long time afterwards. And and it took government intervention to stop it from continuing on. And um, and and that, I think, in a historical lens, it's pretty safe to say is good that that's over. However, when it comes to this issue of Kratom, um, it's a separate story and it's a different circumstance. Should local governments, should local economies be allowed to limit the sorts of businesses in terms of not who they're serving, which is what segregation was about, but what they are serving? And the government already does play a role in what businesses serve to a large degree. Kratom is not regulated, so right now the government doesn't play a role in it. So that's kind of where this whole libertarian thing comes up, in my opinion, because it's like, well, the government hasn't made a stance on it. The state might not have made a stance on it. What is a local town council going to say or do to adopt a formalized stance on Kratom businesses when the business itself is fine? It's not regulated, and it's like the the local government is taking the role of the federal government or state government uh, because the federal or state government has not taken a, a, a position so far. It's fascinating to me. That's another difference between, you know, the segregation aspect where the federal government had taken a position on it. And so then other areas have to then, you know, figure out where they lie within the new framework of everyone must be able to go anywhere. Whereas this is more like Kratom, no one knows where it should or shouldn't be sold because the government hasn't made a stance on it. And then a local government is making a debate, you know, basically pop up uh, in the midst of this sea of uncertainty. So that's another interesting aspect that I think exists there. Now, at the same time, at the same time, I think that there is some ways in which this doesn't make sense. Because if you think back to the first part of this, which is um, 
you know, just that people's ability to govern themselves in a way, or at least people's ability to keep themselves safe. The argument for the libertarian side of that, which I've already talked about the other side first, which is um, the the more uh, hands-on approach from the government, uh, the local government in these cases, the, the more libertarian side is, well, I have the ability to figure out what's right for me and what isn't. And there are people out there who aren't going to do that, and that's their choice. And there are other people out there who just don't know, and they'll find out, or they won't, But but and that's unfortunate, but it's it's just the way of the world but you cannot you can't put your hands on this one like people's health it's up to them and i think that this is i think that the whole like whether or not the government should have their hands on any health decisions or health related aspects of of kratom um i think that's where this gets really sloppy in terms of an overlap because on the one hand it is kind of like that the argument goes around Kratom that local governments have to come up with a position because by and large, there's no guidance out there for them whatsoever. So they're trying the best they can in some places. In other cases, there's some corruption. But overall, you have local governments trying to attack this issue of, you know, basically something that isn't usually up to local governments. So, for example, heroin is illegal. Heroin is illegal. Across the entire country, heroin is illegal. And you have other drugs that are illegal as well. Fentanyl. Fentanyl is only prescribed, right? You cannot just go into a CVS and buy fentanyl when you're picking up your passport photo. You cannot do that. So it there's there's some there are some things that the government has already made clear. This is bad. We don't want you to be able to access this you know, greater public, or this is not bad, but it's very powerful. And so we only want you to be able to access it, our dear public, if your doctor says you should and need to. And those are kind of the two ways I can think of off the top of my head that the government plays a role in substances and health and, you know, kind of steps in where, you know, an individual will make a decision on their own otherwise. But the government says, no, we're going to start this one off for you. And then you can decide how you live your life after you have this set of rules. So the government already does that. So when it comes to a local level government, they don't need to have this conversation. Should we make heroin illegal or legal? It's already been decided. Um, You know, should we make it so that fentanyl can be bought all over the place? No, it's it's already been decided. Should we make should we make fentanyl illegal? Well, no, that's already been decided, too, because people can be prescribed fentanyl and you can't make a substance illegal that people are being prescribed legally in the same place without. I don't even know what process that would look like. That's a good question. But anyway, that wouldn't work either. So there's just this whole debacle that we're in where Kratom has fallen through the cracks, where normally I think there's been some precedent and has created a new category where we're trying to figure out what rights people have what rights the government has in, in, you know, controlling those rights of the people. And then also, what the heck do we do with Kratom? <laughs> and how do we deal with it? Because the federal government has botched the attempt to ban it twice or, you know, maybe three times, at least twice. And then the World Health Organization has said that it's not really something to worry about right now. We'll just keep our eye on it. And then you have anybody and everybody in between. And, and, and it's like, at the end of the day, local governments, I would hate to be them having to figure this out. And if I had never heard of Kratom before, I don't know what I would think, honestly. But um, but having the, the background and, and thoughts that I do have, it seems like a bit more of a clearer picture for me. But at the same time, 
I don't know. I think that this is an interesting new frontier in the the libertarian-esque-ness of substances, people's health, and what role government should or shouldn't play. Again, just to clarify, none of the things I've said in this episode are taking any stance on libertarianism or any other political affiliation when it comes to Kratom. And I think that it's really neat that politics really is not part of Kratom whatsoever. I mean, you have conservatives and progressives and liberals and, you know, what they call the the far left and the far right. And you have um, libertarians and you, you have you literally have everybody both advocating for Kratom and then also like fighting against it at the same time. And it has taken politics completely out of it and completely off guard. I think it's fascinating to see what, you know, uh, local state uh, councils and Congress and, you know, state legislatures, how their conversations go around Kratom is really interesting because they're like they're looking across the aisle at someone else and maybe they're looking within their own aisle and like everyone's looking at them and they're like, okay, well, I guess... This isn't like, you know, two different parties battling it out on this one. We're all going to have to figure this out together. And that's the way it should be. So let them figure it out. But let's hope for the best. And we'll see what happens. All right, everybody. Hope all is well with you again. And we will be back tomorrow. Take it easy. Talk to them. Bye-bye.